Oh, the leather outside is frightful, but the fire, so delightful. And since I just brought some corn, brought some corn, brought some corn, brought some corn. <laughs> you think you're mixing a couple of them together. Though. Huh? What? <laughs> what am I doing? Have yourself no. some <laughs> corn I brought for popping. Oh, Chris, man. That always... <laughs> I always I, I always get stuck on that one every year and nobody ever laughs at it, but I'm gonna do it here. But it's uh the uh, well it doesn't show signs of stopping and I brought some corn. That always makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just think, <laughs> I just think about it. <laughs> Thank you. It's been making good. me chuckle for over a decade. <laughs> Welcome to the holiday season. Welcome to the holiday beef. I'm Tim Kish. I don't think I've introed the show in episodes, many episodes. Um, today's the holiday episode. It was going to be the Disney uh, Investors Day episode, but then we realized that Christmas is on Thursday. Christmas is a great holiday. Christmas is a holiday that involves <laughs> no, no latex masks. Why are you introing it like you're doing the PowerPoint pitch on Christmas the first time they were going to do it? You're like, Christmas so is Christmas. a great holiday. Uh, I'll tell you what, you can give gifts to your family, to your friends. Yeah. Uh, you can validate your existence by and the you can size use of a box. As a, as a measuring stick for your own joy and happiness in your brain. And you can look sure. around at all the cheer and, and, and spending and without fail every year go, well, something's wrong with me. Right. <laughs> you know? So the, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it is, it is very funny that, I don't know. Anything like that. Any, there's something about Christmas. I, I, obviously, it's a, it famously is a season that bums people out. Um, and I do think it's just because it's so... There are very few... And I don't think there would be anything to change about this. But there are very few times of the year or holidays where it's just passionately about being happy and good to each other and being grateful and you know what I mean? Like it, it's, that's the, that's the, it's dripping from every movie of it. It's the decorations are supposed to make you feel good and twinkly lights. And it's all supposed to be so happy, happy. So how could you right. not like in the face of anything like that? It's hard to, it's hard to, I don't know. Well, because then we're, then we're faced with the inherent hollowness of modern life because we look at a celebration <laughs> of joy and we, we wonder what there is to celebrate. <laughs> we watch the, our, our, relationships and bonds rapidly deteriorate into the face of a computer screen um and all the while saint nick's chuckling face is telling us to drink a coke so i mean i understand yeah. the christmas blues yeah but you have to understand that what i like about christmas what i really really like about christmas mm -hmm. is the colors and the texture because i am mentally ill <laughs> it's not no thank you i no so the, i have found that there are th this is this is literally my gauge this and i i i think that i have look this is something that a lot of people that think they're very smart uh think they have but i think that i have like a form of synesthesia like mm. i look at jason bateman and i feel the hands yeah, you know what i know mean about like, his I, hands, I look at right. christmas I, i'm just saying like it's out it the the feelings are out there like i i, I have these uh, these uh, uh what, what do we call them um, companion feelings. You got Bateman's. In addition though, to my dude. sight, I do. I have stage four Bateman. <laughs> Batemanism. 
just um, but yeah, I love warm. I love the textures of Christmas. I love the colors of Christmas. I think the aesthetic of Christmas is fantastic. Um, and it, it is important to be together with people, right? Yeah. I guess that's cool. I mean, it's like anything, dude. I, I have incredible family memories of Christmas, and not even like it's funny. It, it it's funny how it it all blends together into just like a vibe. And I I can look back, and I find Christmas very. It's very it sits very fondly in my head and I, you know, my yeah. mom always made a really big, uh, deal about it. And figgy the, pudding. The, the decorating, <laughs> she never attempted right. figgy pudding. Never. It always just came out as regular rice the, pudding. The, the Italian version. Figiamo pudding. Anyway. Yeah. And so I think a fi- I, f- <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, you cut out a little bit and I heard a figgity foodie, which I think is a it. hilarious. <laughs> I'm in a figgity poo. Hey, Dom, uh, come and try the figgity poodie. Try the, fig- the, 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 the figgy pud. I don't know. What do we, Italians remove the last letter from every word? It would be like, in order to make it, or Italian like, Americans do. Hey, you know who's coming down the, the chimney? Old Santa. Sant Klaus, <laughs> come and get a little Sant. Sant. This is a thing. They did you just, leave him? Did you leave him a glass of mill? I just give her the K, isn't it? I, they sense. just remove the last letter. If there's no, if that's the only rule. Come on, man. It's vowels. It's vowels. Um, oh Christ. Look, anyway, exactly. Uh, yeah. Let's I talk saw, about some media. I have. Let's talk about ostensibly. I, I like Christmas. What the and I like Christmas oh. media. That's cool. I do think oh, I, I stepped on you. It was hard. It's hard again. I say that I like, I understand why it's so easy to like, you know, you take stock and I mean, it's, it, it's this extremely overtly happy holiday about, uh, giving in magic and, and I think it's, it's so f- in many ways, like for children and you experience it at its most visceral as a kid and then, so that's cooked in. So then everyone has just some sort of like, you know, everybody who celebrates Christmas has like some form of childhood memory or, or experience mm-hmm. attached to the time of year and the holiday itself. And it's also, you're about to go into a new year where you're supposed to be different and have all these new ideas of what you're going to do next time. And, uh, it's, I, so it's, it's just a perfect little combination, I think, of, of taking stock and reckoning and, Yes, I wouldn't like change collectively it. for wouldn't civilization. Change. Yeah, like beyond it, the holiday, that's why people say the holidays because it's just you know it's not just Christmas, it's not just Hanukkah, it's you know the whole bit. Yeah, it's the end of the year thing. And uh, I will say though, y- years are arbitrary. Please don't judge your life by years. That I think that's one of the most exhausting memes I've seen recently. Is like twenty twenty, what a dumpster fire! Can't wait for twenty twenty one. It's like, what do you think? is going to happen in two weeks it is it is still two weeks so when 2021 rolls around yeah it's gonna be bad it's bad we're in a bad era era is bad but here's the good thing media there's still plenty of stuff to keep you warm at night do um, you have anything else you <laughs> you just keep no. saying media are you like hoping that i've seen something lately listen media no i watched uh i did watch a movie i watched uh-huh. a romantic comedy I did. I did. I did. I promise. Like I watched a romantic comedy. This, this. <laughs> I know I did. It's it's called it's called uh uh no, I actually did watch a a, a comedy. It is a romantic comedy. Uh-huh. It's called The Holiday. Came out oh, in 2006. Yeah. Yes. I watched it. Um I was forced to watch it with my girlfriend if you can't if you can't believe that. Uh but this is one of those ones oh, that you I, don't love I love? really came around on. 
You don't like... I hate love. Oh. Well, here's the thing. I like love, but only um, if Cameron Diaz doesn't... Diaz, that's not how you say her last name. <laughs> only if Cameron Diaz doesn't lip sync uh, the killers at any point in any of the movies. Oh, she lip syncs the killer? Oh, I gotta go watch this movie, dude. This that sounds movie like that's for me. is so embarrassing for some of these people here so here's the thing 2006 is a weird era this came out in 2006 it's called the uh, movie called the holiday mm-hmm. stars jude law cameron diaz kate, kate winslet and <laughs> i just said this again my god uh jack black that. uh directed by a woman named nancy myers who I, I recently i think i i think i defended her um on an episode of beef one time for a movie called what women want which is a, another romantic comedy starring uh, Mel Gibson in that role, which is actually, I think, an underrated romantic comedy movie. Um, so this is an interesting thing, because I think, like, romantic comedies had a really hot moment, right, from the late 90s to the mid-2Ks, and I think this particular movie is when this shit starts getting, like, really long in the tooth. Because there is there's absolutely a formula at play here, and you can see it, but there's just, like, such strange, like, fraying around the edges, it makes the whole thing kind of land sour. Um, okay. So for instance, like certain line reads will just seem like strangely out of place or just like seem extremely punchy in a way that I, I don't know, just feels out of the writer's room. It almost feels like it came in later just to like add a little bit more flavor to the whole thing, um, which is like a common thing in comedy movies, but I feel like it really stands out in, in this one. Mm. Um, and it's also very clearly like a very contrived romantic comedy thing that, is trying to go for a certain vibe and I think is overdoing it. And I know that we always talk about like judging a movie based on like, oh, what's it up to? And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, tearing apart a romantic comedy is very easy when you're not considering what's it, what it's up to. But this is one of the instances where I'm like, oh, you just did a, did this one, this kind of thing bad, right? Um, like I, I also, it, the, the chemistry between the, the love pairs is very bizarre. It's very off. Mm-hmm. And everyone's perspective is very much like... Um, sort of like a romance novel like for instance jude law's character shows up one night drunk um the the plot is that cameron and kate winslet switch lives for like two weeks you know for a holiday right. um and do they do this on jude purpose law, yes to escape their lives you know uh, uh they're both unlucky in love they mm-hmm. have these this kind of big breakup um and when cameron diaz shows up at the at the cottage oh here's jude law it's kate winslet's brother he's drunk uh, and he needs a place to stay. And they end up sleeping together. And it's just very much like, I understand you suspend your disbelief for a film. I see what you're saying. But this drunk man just showed up at your house, right? <laughs> Regardless of the fact that he's extremely hot. Uh, it, this is like a bizarre thing to pull the trigger on. But I think just like if you if you imagine yourself as like female-centric or female, I, 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 I guess I shouldn't say that, but like... Um, like a like a romance novel style thing that kind of logic tracks perfectly and i think that, yeah. that just feels so odd in a romantic comedy for it to be so um it's hard when anything i guess just like women tipped i mean you're watching rom-coms are f- interesting because it's like there's this there's this layer of this happens or like that this is about people and the reactions are meant to be real and understandable and and when it's funny it's funny cuz you get it and it's weird when they do those big leaps where you're like wow in most of this movie they're reacting pretty sincerely and humanly to the events that are happening and then when they don't react 
in what you think would be the normal way, it just it really is always jarring. I mean, it's like that, that in any that's, movie. That's perhaps exactly yeah. But yes, but and, that's that's for precisely what I'm saying here. <laughs> would you want her to like just open fire and she's like blast him apart with a shotgun? He walks in the yes. door. You'll That'd never cool. you'll never see this shit coming. The holiday, and then she realizes it's like the mayor's son, and she's the holy the day. Body. Yeah. Fuck yeah, the holiday. <laughs> just wait for the title cool, to come in. It's cool. Um, but here, here's some other things that are absolutely insane about this movie and about 2006 in general. First of all, score, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Second of all, budget, $85 million. Ah, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> fuck. I love fuck that. Yes, that I love that $85 million was ever spent on anything. That's I cr- love that. crazy. That Hans Zimmer sat down and did the holiday. Just saying. Um, everyone turns in an all right performance. Uh, Cameron Diaz is a little bit off at times, but I, I don't even think it's her. I mean, she clearly she's been great in like a lot of things. You called her Cameron Diaz, man. I don't know what that's... Did I? Yeah, he did. Cameron Look, Diaz and Jack Block. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron D. Wizard of Oz. Who's Look, the I, that's what I should have done. Uh, Caught uh, Winslet. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. What a horrible mash of sounds. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty nasty. Just like I have a bunch of biscuits down with in my you, mouth. Man, I didn't watch the holiday. I don't I don't want to hear anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm sorry. I respect uh, <laughs> I respect how you feel. I'm sorry. It I know we I know what you're talking about. I totally do. I just realize how selfish I am with this. It's weird when I feel like you let me do this a lot where like I've seen something that you have that you didn't watch and you let me go on about it. Listen, I'm looking at the waveform right now. That seems like enough about the holiday. (laughs) I don't blame you. It's a fine romantic comedy. I watched it. It's a dead 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. Dead 5 out of 10 on IMDb. I love a 50 It is the most middle of the goddamn road critical movie um and it made a shitload of money because you know how i see 50 i see it's weird it's probably doesn't make any sense but whenever i catch wind that like something's got a a entirely split kind of review to it i get excited because i'm like "Ooh, this will be a this is a true gamble because when something's got like basically a good score or basically a bad score i know i'm like all right i i probably will agree for the most part with this but when it's right in the middle i'm like "Uh uh-oh I might really love Nin- it and get angry, or I might hate 90%, it. 90%? And- <laughs> I think 90%, I'm probably going to like it. 50%, I might love this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. This might I know be that doesn't really make movie. sense, but I, I feel the same way. Not tracks. I, feel, I, I also really like when there's a big distinction, although sometimes this can just be like internet idiots brigading, but when there's like a big jump between uh, audience score and critical score, I'm always like, okay, absolutely yeah. audience score is the right way to go. Because, yeah. Well, there's that's a mind virus, choice. I think, with film critics sometimes. I, I do think that, like, sometimes there's, a you know, a meme virus. in the tradition. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I, I, I follow me here. I do think, like, in the traditional way, memes spread through critical writers really, really fast. And I don't mean that in, like, uh, um, not internet I, I, I don't know, ju- Justice Frog or whatever the fuck meme you guys are posting <laughs> these days. I mean it in, like, yeah. the idea uh, of. Everyone's favorite, fucking classic. Just. Classic yeah. advice animals, justice frog. Top text, <laughs> top text, bottom text. Uh, but yeah, like the concepts that that travel quickly, and I, and I almost don't want to say that you know 
critics are all copying each other. They all have one one hive mind. But it's but it's like, you know, people that write and people that um, are critical generally talk. And there are circles. There are Twitter feeds that, that people share, like that people follow a lot of the same people. So ideas kind of um, find ways to settle in a critic's mind similarly to other critics in ways that are like for not even their fault at all. So I don't I don't want to say a bigger thing here. No, um, I follow you. I, but I trust I, that damn score. Well, there's the the audience one. What you know, there's a weird you're touching on a weird nerve there with not, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Where like I think you're picking at in the wow wow in the huge macro function of a critic, whatever that is the purpose that they serve, it is if it was truly just like there was 10 people who have wildly different personal opinions and you're finding the person whose personal opinion you more agree with, um, that would be, that would make sense if that's how they worked. But you're right that I almost feel like it's critic. You say, Oh, well, what do critics think? Usually you don't say, I mean, Nick Oldershaw will say, well, I have, you know, yeah. (laughs) What's Armand white up to? Yeah, exactly. But what's Armand doing? Is he the one that who's like fucking kicks really, ass? Yes. He, Avatar is the best movie ever made. Yeah. Toy Story three is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kicks ass. And you know what's so what's so funny is that he's like a gay black man, so he's Teflon, absolutely Teflon. Like you can't like you can't come at him. Like you know, here's another way. He's just totally. I just mean like from an identitarian perspective, because there's plenty of like conservative white dudes that have. Um, you know, contrarian opinion to things because they have otherwise like, you know, political issues. I, all, all I'm saying is the, like, it's so funny that there's he's, more, he's completely protected. There's more from, like an identity politics. Way to, there's more to pull in in your criticism of someone if he just happened to be some fucking white, you know, screen rant exactly. writer or whatever. You'd be like, well, Absolutely. I have plenty of reasons why I can disagree. I can, <laughs> I know right. what I'm pulling from here. Um, he's great. He's been around forever. Um, anyway he's awful he's an awful film critic but he's he's it is always interesting to read him i think um, all i was getting at was it's you're right that they're beholden in a weird way and obviously not i know that i'm i'm i don't have the conspiracy mind of that like critics are paid off or that they they you know get together and decide ah marvel movies yeah. will always be ranked well and dc sucks like no one fucking does that but uh yeah, there's there's a hive mind element to it. There's sort of a like you feel that you're responsible for like joining the larger critic conversation, I guess, as a critic. And I mean, listen, yeah. I don't do that, so I'm kind of a little bit talking about something that I don't understand or do. So take take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But it, yeah, you're, that's no, interesting. I mean, if you're not if you're not actively going to critically explore the way that you feel about a thing, right? I have found that. I'll watch something, maybe not like it, maybe not get it, maybe see someone else's criticism and then rewatch it and be like, okay, yeah, I think I like this. I think that I see what they were getting at, but I don't really explore it any further because I don't care, right? I just watched the media. I enjoyed the media. I I parsed it. I thought maybe I liked it, but I I don't really know. I don't know enough. If I was a critic, I would have to fully explore. I mean, I sort of am a critic (laughs) because we have a stupid ass podcast, but if I had to formalize, formally critical, uh, like formally criticize something, I'd have to really, really think about it and engage with it. And maybe then I would try to like trick myself and find justifications to explain the why I, I changed my mind. And like that whole thing, could just get such a, such in the weeds. That's what I mean. Like by mind virus is that like, sometimes I just think that like a meme can spread and it's very hard 
when you're a critical writer or just anybody who approaches things critically to um, completely think- like put yourself away from it and 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 filter it out exactly from your own opinion which is why all critics should have a, like a 24/7 Truman show live stream of their lives so oh, that dude. we can see everything that they do how they interact with everyone and then when they give every their film review, critic gets solitary i go ah i well that well that makes sense did you see how he talked to his friend the other day of course he likes That's this true. one or whatever you know right we could track them we could see everything they know what or we, we just put all about? critic all critics in solitary confinement uh, until they produce uh, an original work. We're in the freaking quantum realm right now about critics. What are yeah. we? Why well, we, we, talk, <laughs> we talked about it's you know fill some time. It's all good. Listen, I want to talk to you about the Grinch because I know you watched it. Yeah. Don't even try to lie. Don't try to get away from this. No, I watched. I know it. you watched it. Why you I saw I, the VHS wasn't rewound, Dom. I fucking know you watched it. Well, <laughs> listen. Um, so here's, this is one, this is a Ron Howard one, right? From 2000? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw this in theaters. I remember seeing this in theaters on October 13th and going, what is going on? (laughs) At like eight, at like eight years old. I do recall this was like a very early release. This, I watched this and it was absolutely not Christmas time at all. All right, hold on. I want to make sure you're right about this because. November, November 8th. All right. November 8th. I'm sorry, November 17th. No. <laughs> this whole story was a lie. <laughs> you just That's must not have true. perceived to a child, it that way. To a child's yeah. mind, yeah, yeah. To a child's mind, November 17th does My, not seem even a little bit like Christmas time. No. It hasn't even been Thanksgiving yet. Maybe it had that year, Tim. Don't stop. You're digging a hole deeper, all right? Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to about to type in, when was Thanksgiving 2000? <laughs> I think it's always the same day, right? It's always the. <laughs> no. All right, you're, you're, you, you win. It came, Thanksgiving was the next week. It came out. Okay, it, came, it came out. Thanksgiving came out uh, on God November for, 23rd. God forbid I give factually incorrect information on this show. I'm um, sorry. Talk to, preach on it. Speak on it, brother. Well, I used to love The Grinch a lot. Uh, right. Um, Jim Carrey's funny. I like him. I've always liked Jim Carrey. I love The Mask, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Also, weirdly mm-hmm. loved Bruce Almighty as a kid. I was, I don't know. I think I'd, I liked anything where Jim Carrey got powers. I was into that. Loved right. That. Anything. I, I think I agree. The Jim Carrey power saga. He really. Uh, He's funny. His career petered out as soon as he stopped getting powers. He just needs to keep doing powers movies. I agree, man. Maybe a new powers movie. Even Yes Man was like sort of a powers movie. It wasn't enough that of was, a powers movie. Yes Man should have been similar. He should have been cursed like in Liar Liar. You know? Right. Which is why everyone said it was like liar liars, basically liar liar. He had to say yes to everything instead of like, oh, he can't lie. I mean, yes man is really like, like, um, it's like Ella Enchanted, but like the Punisher version, right? Like, there's no powers. <laughs> she just got to like oh, do it, man. do it on sight. Listen to our broken little brains. Look at how we view no, things. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes man stuff. is like Ella Enchanted, but if it, but the, but Punisher, the Punisher version. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, no, I know exactly like, what you mean. Though is the real no, problem. you know, there's like no, there's a, they got to they got to get technology involved. Uh huh. There's planning. Yeah, you gotta, I never like put that. together a team. I remember seeing Yes Man for the first time. But anyway, point being, I I really like Jim Carrey and The Grinch. Mm-hmm. I've realized even watching it last night, it's a very um, you know, in whatever this means, I perceive it to be very much like. Oh, of course, little boys would like this movie in the general sense because it is very much like he's 
smelly and he eats weird shit and he goes on a slide <laughs> and he fucks with everyone and it's kind of mischievous and funny and you you never were like you know damn dude you weren't like rooting for a murderer he was what was he doing he kind of like just hangs out around whoville and like burps in people's faces i was like this guy rules this is my hero <laughs> this is what i want to do yeah and um and, i do think it and the Grinch also has powers. We need to we need to mention yeah, that he, he is, is super strong. strong. He has he has in fact gone through the uh, super soldier program, right? Which really, the I horrible, mean, listen, man, this movie in of all movies that are answering questions no one ever asked. You do have to like, where the hell did he come from in this universe? Like, there's the whole thing of that the the babies get switched. He like knocks. Also, what happened to that baby? Did the fucking Grinch people eat him or something? Where, where did that other right. who go? <laughs> you would have thought at that he, the other who was gonna like, or the baby that got knocked off course was gonna like show up in the third act of the movie to reclaim his place. And <laughs> I think I'm getting too. Uh, I've been watching too many. No, uh, no, no. I do, I do love the idea of like. Um, What's that lizard that like eats all of the bird's eggs and then lays its own eggs in the nest and then the 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 bird sits on the eggs and then the eggs hatch and then the creatures eat the bird. That's it's exactly that but the Grinch for the the Whoville. There's like a Grinch ship that like injects a baby Grinch into the snowflake. Each me- individual snowflake for each individual Whoville. Listen man, I've already thought about this. If, Massive takeover. You know, if if that umbrella with the with the Grinch baby was was also, Baby Grinch, obviously, like Shannon pointed out, right? Baby Yoda, great puppet. precursor. Um, he, if he was close enough that he could get switched up that way with just a strong gust of wind, there's probably just like a town, like a mile off of Whoville, that's like all these Grinch people, right? That's that's where all the manual labor comes from. That's where all the, the you, oh, there's man. no there's no it, Whoville is just a city. It's all been offloaded to the other side, man. Yeah, but this is what yeah. I'm talking about. It when you open that can of worms, because the original, I mean, again, anything I, that you expand that, I was, yeah. <laughs> when it's like supposed, Sorry. it's supposed to be 20 minutes long, and that's it. You know, anything that you do more than it just always is weird, right? I know, I I fully fully agree with you. I always think it's very. I I thought it was weird to do a long Grinch back then because it really is. It's like I don't know one. I don't want to know who invented Boyne Bounders. Like I didn't. Nobody <laughs> needed to explore these concepts. This is the and and when you explore the concepts, all you're doing is just like raising Doctor Seuss's world. Seuss's world is not supposed to make sense. I love Doctor Sue. <laughs> makes just like yeah. a cheaper version. Yeah, man. So anyway, um, point being, and, and obviously I mean, and that carries over. That carries over to the new one too, as yeah, well. I, I, I don't know if you if you caught that, but it's like it's a, the, the same thing. Like in that one, they chose to give him another creature, I guess, to pad some time. Like they don't like they don't dig into uh, his his messed up childhood or anything like that, but it just still feels so so padded. Um, I'm it's sorry. weird because it is. I mean, they're all it, they're just fucking fairy tales and they're little fables, and it's like the second exactly. you're trying to explain why he's a Grinch and they're who's like I don't know if right. I want to know why about is the Grinch so mean. It's like he's he's like the Grinch. He's the mean. It's yeah. like, what, what do you want to say? Yeah, yeah, foolish. But um, anyway, I, obviously the movie is still fun and i you know it has a warm place in my heart as like a christmas movie tradition and uh great song where are you christmas beautiful brings a tear to my eye i agree fantastic Um, christmas song but yeah i was watching it and i had sort of this like experience of huh this is kind of garish and weird like yeah 
just all of it. Like, there's something weird to me about when you really, if you step back, you remember that this is the first one that did anything except for the original, right? And yeah. when you're like, wow, you turned Whoville into like a 1990s capitalist, like, I don't know, consumer city, and they have yes. credit cards. Like, we're all going and the, around. We need, yeah. The register is overflowing with money it's all just weird to me i'm like why did that's really the direction and i was kind of talking about it with shannon and i realized like in the original because i was like i said basically that to her and she said well the who's had to learn their lesson and i was like in the original though they didn't have to learn shit the who's were right because basically all it yeah. is is that he goes he's like ah that's what makes them so happy about christmas i'm gonna steal all the shit and then the who's are like dude we don't care we have love <laughs> and that's right. the story. That's the point. He goes, I, uh, oh, yes. I misunderstood. But in this, they're like, nah, the who's also have to have something wrong with them. <laughs> Which I get it. Yeah, it's I a movie. It- I'm, I'm talking about nothing because this is stupid. The, the second someone said, yeah, we're going to do a Grinch movie, want to expand it. Jim Carrey's going to star as the Grinch. That, like, even that alone is like, that's not a bad idea. That sounds fun. Of course it does. He's a character actor. He's I, silly. He's cartoony. Let's make- I think there's plenty to be said for saying like, hey, I think you miss what was resonant about the initial fairy tale, which is that the stuff like nobody needed to learn, I guess. But yeah, you're talking about characters developing in a movie, but it just feels so. But even then, at <laughs> I that guess point- what we're talking about is the, 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 the necessity to stretch the Grinch out at all is, I guess, what we're grappling with. My thing, dude, to me, the first, the lowest hanging fruit of we're going to adapt the Grinch, it's just make a big heist movie. And it's that. And the whole thing is about his plan to steal Christmas and then he enacts it and the complications. And like, I don't know, like it's to me, I'm like, you didn't need again. Yeah, I don't need the flashbacks of him and who he liked in school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This sounds so stupid because we're talking about a movie that at this point now is 20 years old this year. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's very, um, very nice that they retired the Dutch angle after this movie because oh, they well, just they wore it out. Like, there was no more can't. left. You can't find I mean, those they, anymore. <laughs> that was the last. That was yeah. the last of it. They really burned up the last of that stock. Yeah, the fact um, because went it's out. constant. I also really like the um, the makeup, the costumes, the aesthetic. They bring Doctor like you're talking about '90s movie excess. They really do bring the aesthetic of of Doctor Seuss to life um, in a way that's almost kind of dark. I think that there is a very 90s tongue-in-cheek darkness to the entire thing. There's also like a weird sexual undertone to a lot of the movie yeah. uh, that, that I think resonates odd like 20, 30 years later, you know, 20 years later. I think there's it, like a couple off-color jokes too. It's all you know, dude, really... any of these. This, like even you could say the Flintstones movie, it's a little bit in that in like Batman and Robin and shit. Like where the, you're right that there's this weird, what is it? It's like... We're going to do this cartoony thing, but it's going to be like a little twisted. Like, and it's not yeah. even twisted. It's just, it's like, you don't even, like, that would be a whole other thing where it's like, we take it all very seriously and it's all dark. But th- this, they just have this weird sort of like, I don't know, like what they, that's sh- the the grossness or what they think is funny about it or the ways that they exaggerate it to make it, I don't know, like more adult quote unquote or so yeah and it's also it's also i don't want to say cynical i'm sorry but i i think it is cynical i think cynical is the right word because you're looking at it it's it's all very gen x right like it it is all very of that era to kind of do like a like um it's the brady bunch movie but oh things aren't the way that the brady's remember them like it's it's not garish it's not unsubtle or like unthoughtful and i think 
maybe at the time it just seemed so fresh, right? Like you just come upon this new thing and, and it, but now obviously in 2020, we understand like, Hey, actually embrace fully the care here and it, it will pay back dividends. Like with, with Marvel movies, like there's plenty of tongue in cheek, uh, you right. know, winky winky, but there, there's such reverence for that material there. Um, I, I think that's, the, that's, that, the yeah, that's what's that complicated though. Cause obviously it does still f- operate as like, I mean, especially once he's like stealing Christmas, pretty much that by from there on, it's like, kind of cute and heartfelt and the parents absolutely because now it's on rails and, and right yeah yeah, yeah. i forgot that <laughs> the movie the, now- the movie literally just opens and he's like i forget what happened. oh it's like the teenagers like knock on his door or whatever and then he goes i'm gonna go down to whoville for the first time and i don't even know and then he just that's what he does and he goes down and he fucks with people like I don't know, it's it's fun. I don't know, man. It's an interesting movie, and then it seems like in the animated one, that new one, he just like hangs out at Whoville all the time. Isn't that true? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think he just he comes in every a, a couple times, He's like buying his I, groceries I really, and shit. That's yeah. I don't know, man. That new one's Which is weird. bullshit. The Grinch lives yeah. <laughs> at the top of Mount Cr- Dumpit, Crumpet, whatever it's and called. He, yeah. Dumpit and to he eats Crumpet. Trash. He loves trash. Yeah, the new one is odd. There are um, some, there are moments in this movie. I mean, it's very colored by now, knowing that because it's just very famous at this point. I feel like behind the scenes thing that he was wildly uncomfortable throughout most of the movie. Like he hated the suit and he hated the prosthetics. It took forever. It made him itchy. He like he just he noted Jim Carrey hated being in the Grinch suit. And I can feel mm-hmm. that there's some things because he's obviously very funny and he brings it. And you can tell that like I think a lot of this movie's riding on this energy of I'm sure you've felt this where like on stage or whatever, where you're very uncomfortable or you're upset or whatever it is, and you just need to go about a hundred and seventy percent wackier yeah. than maybe you would have because you you just and you just want it to be over. I don't know. And I can feel that they put some of those takes in the movies. And there's also like moments where I think I laughed the most rewatching it with these fresh wise eyes of mine. Uh, when you felt like he was, whatever he did, whatever decision he made or whatever face he made, it was like, he didn't give a shit that he was in this movie when he did it. Like (laughs) he's kind of like fucking around with every moment, even when it's like supposed to be, like at the end of the movie when he hears the who's singing and he's like trying to push the thing over, he makes this like ridiculous, like it's supposed to be like him hearing that they don't care, you know, that Christmas is about more than that. And he goes like, huh? What? <laughs> like, it, it plays like, it plays like Jim Carrey just being ridiculous on set. And I don't, I, I'm, how am I, I'm trying to like stand in the middle of like, I'm obviously trying to like say, yes, he's obviously like comedic actor, genius, Jim Carrey. But then I think sometimes he was doing shit that like was basically him not, I don't know, not trying and <laughs> just being like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Does that make sense? Am I being no, I just on... like entirely being himself and just like, let's just autopilot. Yeah, that's this, exactly whatever. it. Where it's it. like, it's just, I'm like, he, it's hit, him, him on autopilot. Him on autopilot is just some kind of like ambient silliness, right? Yeah, that's it's kind of like where we're. Uh, I guess Robin Williams is kind of the, uh, the similar way. I remember hearing like he's just constantly on. Yeah, to the point of I don't. Know, that's kind of what he. I realized when he sings the Grinch song in this, it's it's almost like you've got a fr- not you've got a friend in me. What the fuck's it called? Friend like me? Jesus, too many of those Disney. Um, <laughs> where he's like doing different 
vo- for like you almost no reason, he does like a bunch of different voices. <laughs> what? What voices? In in the Grinch when he sings the Grinch song when Jim Carrey's doing it, he does like many many different cartoony voices. It's not just like the Grinch singing it or him as the Grinch singing it. He like changes styles all over the place and it reminded me of like scene. like the genie switching forms. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about anymore. No, I know I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't remember the scene. But you you were evocative in your explanation it's, of it. You know, when he sings the song. He doesn't sing it necessarily. I mean, he kind of sings parts of it on screen. Whatever. I just don't remember him singing the song in the movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I should go back and watch it. I, I, I watched bits and pieces of it a couple weeks ago, but I, I don't think I ever wrapped the whole thing. Um, Jeffrey Tambor is pretty funny in this. I think everybody's doing an all right job. Who's the, who is the dad? It's not Rick Moranis, is it? No, I don't think. I think he was done by now. I don't know who plays the dad. Let's see. The dad is Bill Irwin. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know who he is. Yeah, Molly Shannon's in this. Uh, Christine Bransky is hot in this. Christine Bransky's hot in everything. She's one of my uh, absolute number one mommy crushes. Um, (laughs) I don't like that you called it that. that Yeah, no, her. We we got her. We got uh, uh, Mary Steen Virgin. What's that? Mary Steen Engine. Yeah, Mary Steam Engine, Allison Janney is um, another one. I need pretty to, much those three. In the spirit of the season, I need to uh, take a leave soon to watch uh, the Bachelorette. <laughs> oh, you watching Bachelorette again? Yeah. Do you want to give us a little bit of an? Well, first of all, I just want to I, I want to give a commentary. The Grinch cost one hundred and twenty three million dollars to make. God. I mean, it makes sense, dude. You look at all the shit they had to build and everything. Like, that's one of those movies where I'm like, yeah, I, just so funny. I can imagine how much that costs. And it all looks like, well, me- for better or worse, it all looks like it is like a universal ride. Like, that's right. the aesthetic of all the, the plastic and stuff that they use in it. Um, Talk to me about Bachelorette, because I know you want to, we were supposed to give a little update. I, I truly have one, I have one sentence to say about it. It's gotten boring now that they're not. Now that there isn't someone on the show trying to destroy it all, and now I'm just bored again. <laughs> I, was getting, I, was kinda, I realized, like as much as I was getting frustrated by her sometimes in the beginning of the season, I was living for it. I was living for her, just having zero regard for the fact that it had to operate. Damn, this is like you know you're you're with this you're with a crazy crazy girl for a while, and it just doesn't work out, and it's constantly tumultuous. But then you settle down with someone nice. And normal, and you just miss it. You need that energy. You need the chaos. That's what they've captured. They've captured um, a, a domestic confinement. I don't know about all that, Tim. I think it's I don't genius. Know about all that. I don't know about all that. They've taken you through a whole emotional arc. An emotional arc that should take an entire relationship they've <laughs> taken you through. Matter of episodes. Genius. Um. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's we'll bring it, We'll for a close, buddy. Okay. You want to play some nice brief one? some Christmas games or something? Do you have a Christmas game for me? Oh, uh, I just meant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought you had something new. I thought you had something new and fresh. All right, here's our Christmas game. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a Dr. Seuss um, reasonable beef Christmas morning story. <laughs> what What does that mean? It means it's gonna be okay, like so we're just. Like Dom and Tim put on their pants, went downstairs, okay. and did a dance. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 
All right, one word, back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Should we do one word or should we do like phrases and then the other one has to come up with a rhyme? Um. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. Well, how does that work? So it's like, all right, you, I'm like, curious. I'll Let's do, move forward. Like, I'll do what I just did. Tom and Tim go downstairs, put on their pants, whatever. I guess we have to put on a pants before we go downstairs. I mean, we're not animals. But down and then whatever, whatever. Ba 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 ba. And then or like I'll stop and Okay, then so do the, we're do, we're doing limericks. So we're doing, doing limericks. We're doing, we're doing limericks, limericks. But then but then you have to start the next line after you do your rhyme. You know what I'm saying? So it's Absolutely. like we just tee it up is, back and forth. Okay. All right. Um I'll go ahead. All right. Sure, kick off. Uh, in the town well known as beef. There lived Two men uh, behind a door with a wreath. Their names were Tim and Dom, for sure. Then Tim said, who put this wreath on our door? Well, Dom said me, for don't you know? Uh, You are Juliet, and I am your Romeo. Wait, hold on. (laughs) He took his lips and planted one on. Uh, <laughs> uh, they made sweet then, love <laughs> until the golden dawn. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... No, no, Tim. This has gotten out of hand immediately. I was trying to give us a, a sweet Christmas story. You got us boning just about two this? lines in. <laughs> Fine. They made sweet love until the dawn. Um, they stood up sweaty and weak in the knees. Then were stung by a horde of bees. <laughs> they ran outside to see what was the matter. Um, when from the roof arose a clatter, <laughs> <laughs> they looked right up to see with fear the clatter had consumed all the reindeer <laughs> what is the clatter that's a good well i thought it was like a monster arose such a clatter and then there's just <laughs> no tim <laughs> like from a darkness it's a new clatter all right fine all right the clatter is on the roof right now it ate the reindeer all right continue all right, all right. i don't remember what uh, i guess i have another one um the boys, they laughed to see such a thing. And then together began to sing. Christmas, oh Christmas, we are Dom and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. There is no one named Jim. <laughs> all right, fine. That's good. So what happened there? What uh, we, the we, we had sex. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what happened was that there's a wreath on the door. And then you woke up and went, who did this? And I said, me, because I love you, I guess. And then we kiss. We have sex until the next day. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go outside. What happened? I don't remember what brings us outside. We go outside. uh, We were stung by bees. There's a bunch of bees in the house. We ran outside. (laughs) How could I forget? And we ran outside and we saw the clatter. The clatter did some things. We laughed. We sang songs. Merry Christmas. That was good. And and you declared the the end that you declared... Very boldly that there just yeah, aren't no. anyone named Jim. There's no people no, who have the name Jim. <laughs> I didn't mean that in the general sense. I mean that I meant that here, as in the hosts of this podcast. We are Dom and Tim. No one is named Jim here. But hey, man. 
I like declaratively saying, like, hey, that's actually a lie. There's no people in this universe. You. In the beef verse, there are no gyms. We don't no do gyms. that. Anyway, no Merry gyms. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We love you. Merry Christmas to all and to all the website. <laughs> what did you say to all the website? Yes. And hey, if you liked what you heard here, please go to www.patreon.com slash reasonablebeef. Get what you can. Any amount of money gives you access to the Patreon, which is the bonus episodes, um, which I don't know if you've been following the social media. We've been posting them. They've been going up, folks. Go listen to them. Any amount of money. It's fine. You want to give a buck and then listen to all of them and leave? That's fine. I don't care. It's all about building trust. It's just me alone. Don left to get the Bachelorette um, to watch it, not get her. She's fine. What else do I want to plug here? Um, we have a Discord. Please go to www.twitter.com slash reasonablebeef. Discord link is in there. Also follow us on Twitter while you're there. Why not? We also have an Instagram. We're on Spotify. Folks, we're growing the metrics. They're getting big. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Have a wonderful holiday and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.